Walter last night handed fruit to a couple people, right? Yeah. And then he never, he just like left it at that. And now people, the guy probably still has that orange thinking, where, when's Walter coming to cut this thing open and where's my fancy prize inside of it? So like he opened up this loop for these people and that person's going to come back next year with a rotten orange looking for Walter. Welcome to Think, Act, Get with James Shramko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high-performance results in your business. Hi there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my partner, as always, James Shramko. James, how are you, man? Good, thanks, Ezra. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Are you thirsty? No, I've, 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 uh, I didn't drink. Just say so you, so you. Yes, I'm thirsty. Because yeah, right. I've got, got you a little something here. Oh, you oh, want is this a beer? Oh, whoa. Why don't you um, tell us what's on that beer label? Drink, there. act, get. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have, a listen to, have a listen to a little What monogram. you drink determines how badly you act, <laughs> which results in how much trouble you get. <laughs> So that, that was sent in to us from uh, oh, that's from beautiful. Barry, uh, Barry said. Barry. Well, Barry gave me a card well, and a box. The box is full of... Think full of beer? Get. Yeah. Oh, full drink of drink act. act. Get. That was a really lovely card, Barry. It made me feel really good about myself. Thank you so much. Yeah, so we're here at uh, Superfast Business Live, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, what happened from the beginning through to the end. And we, we've been leading up to this event on the podcast, so you know you, the listener, that this event is happening. So yeah. now we're going to talk about what happened talk. at it. So you gave me a pen, which is great, but what I need is my notes, All right. uh, which are just here as well. So what I thought we might do is just sort of have a look through the schedule and stuff, and we'll skip all the other stuff that we normally do, like shout-outs to listeners, etc., because this is going to be practically impossible. So <laughs> what we did is, uh, and we might get some help too from our audience at, at some point if we need it, but... First up, we had uh, me talking uh, about um, where the event fits into the general scheme of events that I've done, and I went into a section about profit. So I'm not sure if you remember anything from my presentation. Well, I don't remember anything you said, although I do remember what you just <laughs> said about what you said, which, and here's what I think about that. So I think that your first session was the goal that you had with that session was to give your community context on why they're even having this experience in the first place, which is a very good thing to do if you intend on putting someone through an experience, letting them know before you do so why, why you're doing that is, is a really smart thing. So if that's what you did, and I'm not sure it is, I think that was a good idea. I think I'll, I'll run with that because it sounds smart. <laughs> but what I did is I pulled out some of the, the better templates that we talked about before, the, the uh, mind map that my business runs on. One of the biggest messages was that not too much has changed in the core business model. And the second big message that hopefully came through was that I've been out and about in the last year meeting people and going to places. And it was ah, right. the, the big point to that is you've got to get away from the desk. And I think, this is my theory, that the reason we had such good experts at this particular event is because I went out and met them and talk to them and convince and them to come to the up. event. You traveled the world hurting marketing I, that's experts. Basically, if I've turned that into a job, is to scout out the best people I can find and invite them to the event once a year. And, you know, it goes back to that thing we've talked 
about on a previous episode, which is you get what you want from people who have it. If you want to learn how to do something, find someone who's doing that effectively and learn it from them. Exactly. Uh, then we had this other guy up, Ezra, talking about e-commerce. Strange dude. <laughs> he did pretty well, I think. He was well-paced this time. Yeah. Well, had some, some updates on what's new with e-commerce, what's changed, uh, and what was working that he'd predicted with homepages and things, and mm. uh, how to personalize stuff with videos and, and Facebook some, ads. also some ads, yeah, some traffic stuff. Have you got any highlights for you from your session? Sure. <laughs> sure I do. <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff. Uh, one of the highlights for me was just uh, being back in front of this community. I don't get to connect with the Australian community but once a year. And there's some really, really good, cool people from Sydney and Melbourne and Brisbane. And um, I love Australia. There's a special place in my heart for this country. And strange, oddly enough, about five years ago, I was getting a, um, what are those, the people who, who tell you what's going to happen in your life by looking at stars? There's a name for them. Astrologists. Yeah, you know, there's always... Artist. Well, no, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Perhaps, right? But when you look at a human being's ability to be clairvoyant, you've got all these, like, different people who claim to have the ability of clairvoyance, and they use some medium to get there. It might be the stars, it might be a crystal ball, it might be some sticks on the ground, it might be tarot cards, whatever. But they use these mediums to bring that ability out. And I've had some pretty interesting experiences with these people. And one dude five years ago told me that Australia was going to be far and away my best market for business. This was before. I had a business. And so um, that's, that's turned out to be true. Well, I'm sure that uh, he said lots of things, but you remember the ones that He predicted well. the day I was going to meet Carrie. This guy was influential, man. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm not a believer, but I, well, that's okay. <laughs> you've also, you, here's the thing that you've said many times over at this conference, is that you, I wasn't a believer in this until I read this thing and it convinced me. So I think we just got to get you in front of a good psychic. We'll get it on Think, Act, Get. We'll record it live. They'll predict some stuff, and then we'll see how it goes. But I've seen scientific tests where they do this, and they tell the, the, the tarot reader to say the exact opposite, and everyone can read meaning into something. It's, sure. You know, it's sure. Big, big. I'm not saying that, um, that you have to have psychics in your life. You know what the most popular prediction is, like in the Chinese fortune cookies? I do not. See the other side. <laughs> it's like, all right. Anyways. Let's just move on. <laughs> it was right over my head. Uh, then, we, then we heard from Sam Cook, who's a Silver Circle Sam wants case to study. kill some shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. You know, Sam, um, well, here's what it was with Sam that I thought was awesome. And I actually, you know, Sam and I have been trying to connect for the better part of two years or something like that. He lived in New York City. I live in New York City. We never actually got together. He could have connected better if you hadn't edited the podcast where you told everyone where you live. That's, well, that was, that freaked me out, man. But um, here's the thing about Sam. When you look at the way that people present content, they often present it in some kind of a metaphor. And one of the oldest metaphors for delivering any kind of content is that of like war and battle because that's just one of the oldest things in, in the history of humanity is like wars and stuff. So the way that he presented his content was actually very effective. And he was talking about, you know, traffic sources being weapons and just all kinds of cool stuff that I thought was interesting. Well, biggest point I had for Sam was logistics. And it's just so true of a well-organized internet business is, You've got your logistics organized. So you can, uh, like you said, it sucks to run out of fuel in a tank. And I know that happened in a few wars. People just got annihilated because they were sitting there with no fuel, no food, no clothing. And uh, just, here we go. Uh, so <laughs> I like that. Put together a team and get your logistics in order. It's a big takeaway. 
just back to you, we should say something really good that you said, and I thought that was about your wizards, your, mm. your selection wizards. You're yeah. doing like I'm doing on Wizard the products page. On, uh, and it, it came up a few times in the, the conference. We've heard also from, from Greg Kassar, the conversions the experts, conversion doing exactly the same thing by, he, by a different name. He, here's what it comes down to, and we talk a lot about this when we talk about the different segments of our customers. It's allowing your prospects who see your offers to segment themselves into the most relevant offer that you have. So if you have multiple things you're selling, you allow people to, to choose what is best for them. So for example, what the, the example that Greg gave is it was a yoga teacher training offer, and there was multiple different yoga teacher trainings, and there was a page that said, which yoga teacher training is right for me? And they would click that box, and then it would take them through a few questions that then presented them with the one that is right for them. They're much more likely to buy that because it's the old you know, commitment and consistency principle. Well, it's, it's just um, super relevant. People are finding the thing that's talking to them. What? Another interesting thing about it is, can I? Go I'm going it. to anyway. So. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> um, is that it's not just for information products, services, or it's you know it works for physical products too, which I find fascinating. Yeah, I like it. I mean, look, it happens out in the foyer here. There's a men and a woman's door for mm. the, the bathroom. Mm. And don't pick the wrong one. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, or I just think about the most searched term for Ezra Firestone. Wedding. Anyway. People really, yeah, man. Okay, so uh, that's an inside joke. joke. All right. Oh, jinx. Dan Dobos got up mm. and uh, was talking about combining online and offline, and how much better the conversions can be if you have an offline conference. You can convert half the room. One of the best quotes he had was that people are predictably lazy. So you can rely on people doing nothing. And it just shows how important it is to have follow-up sequences and to, you know, if you really want something to happen, just put everything in place to, to get that. And, and it came up so many times, whether it's Andre Chaperon talking about emails. I mean, he's pretty much relying on, on uh, someone waiting to receive their email each time and then telling them exactly what to do. Every email has that call to action. So in life, in a, you know, think at Getway, people sometimes think something, but they quite often don't act, and then they don't get. So we have to help them all the way. And, and we also talked about checkout abandonments, following people up with automation. It was like a recurring theme as well. What are you, what, you, I'm just enjoying listening to you talk. Okay. Is that such a bad thing? No, that's a good uh, one. No, I, you want me, any comments on well, that? Well, like, also like Dan said, they send part of the, 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 the That's what I was going to say. The thin CD They cover. do the, uh, the old-fashioned... If you're sending, selling someone a newsletter, you, you send them along with that newsletter an empty binder that has all 12 months in it, and you have them fill that up. And the way he does that with his seminars is emails people an empty DVD pack and says, you'll get the DVD for this, that fits in this pack when you come to the live event. And they bring it to the event. They bring it to the live event, and they yeah. want it to get filled. And he, he also, um, he's got such a sneaky question. It's like, what have you heard here for the first time? It's having them acknowledge that, that they didn't know something. Which is very good, and I mean. By the way, on Think Act Get, we believe that acknowledgement is an, an extremely powerful tool. Probably the most powerful tool that we have as human beings in our communication processes. And if you're interested in that, episode 12, I believe, is the acknowledgement episode. Very good. I, I wouldn't have been able to name that episode. It might not be episode 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Also. <laughs> Um, I liked it. He, he was able to have the, the uh, participants at his conference acknowledge that they've actually improved while they're there, yeah. uh, showing them that, that themselves. He, can, he can help out a lot. Then after Dan, we had me talking about what's been working since 
the last event. Mm. Do you remember anything that I said in that session? Everything that you say to me kind of goes into one big Shramco sort of jumble in my head. I'll give so, you one thing. All right. Less meetings. Less meetings. Less meetings with the team. That's right. Yeah. Just, just a good yeah. jumble of Shramco stuff, like yeah. very oh, good no. stuff. I'll, I'll run with yeah. that. That's okay, fine. Great. Well, enough about me. Let's move on to... Well, let me just say a little oh, bit. Let me just say sorry. something about you, which is that you are phenomenal at taking very big processes and things that might feel overwhelming to people and breaking them down into little frameworks that people can implement. And one of the things that I've noticed consistently with your speaking, I've now watched you speak at, as entrepreneur yeah, and traffic conversion, wherever, probably. is that you're consistently able to have people feel like they can do what you are teaching them, even if it's high-level stuff, which is a skill. It's one thing to have good information. It's another thing to take that good information and make it easy for someone to consume and then take action upon. It's a very unique skill. Oh, thanks, Ezra. That's super kind, isn't it? All right, so then we, we had uh, Taki. and are great goblets, man. <laughs> well, over in Australia, we call them bottles. Uh, <laughs> Taki, uh, is, of course, he's, isn't Taki perhaps... Tuck shop Taki. Why tuck shop Taki? I don't know. It just came up. We just started. It was the talkster, and then we were looking for other nicknames. Like, you're Shremington, like Lamington. <laughs> oh Lamington's like an Australian... Uh, puff pie thingy that's really tasty, right, with the little cream in the middle. It's like a hostess cupcake with coconut. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, you can make these at home. You just get uh, some sponge Lamington? cake. You just put Vegemite on every side. Oh. <laughs> and then some desiccated coconut. Anything that you offer me. James came on my mastermind call last week. This is now live on my blog, and everyone's commenting on it. I recorded it. And offered me some worms. Some agave worm from worms tequila. Worms in a bottle. Yeah. And, and uh, we ate them live on the Mastermind. I didn't know you weren't supposed to bite into it. Right? You're just supposed to swallow it. That's how it works. But I didn't For know good that. good luck. Yeah. And so I bit into it. And it was worm guts everywhere. It was really intense. Um, so uh, so I, now I don't. Now if you offer me something to digest, I really think seriously about even it. Even after I make you scrambled eggs? Well, you make me, you, you know, half and half. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's worms. <laughs> All right, so uh, Taki's um, an amazing presenter. He's, he's got mad skills. Taki so. has design, he's in te technique, great frameworks. Yeah, um, charisma. He, he breaks, uh, what I like is how he delivered the information. If you're ever going to deliver information, you do it like Taki does. He talks about the main problems that people have. Then he, he actually, um, then step by step, just shows you how to solve them. And the cool thing that Taki was doing was demonstrating everything he was teaching. Like, as a live example of it. And so he, he puts was, loads of testimonials in there, and he gives you a non-douchey way to sell things, which is simply some, something along the lines of, you know, if, if you need some more help on that. Uh, well, what I he does is he, so he pre-frames them. He says up front, I'm going to give you everything I have in this hour, and then at the end of the hour I'll show you where to go to get more help. So he's made a promise up front of what he's going to do, and then when he's time to transition into the close, and when people make pitches on live events or video sales letters or any kind of pitch that comes after content, the, the most common problem that we see is that they have a trouble transitioning from their content to the pitch. And so Taki says, hey, so I gave you everything I had in this hour, and as I promised up front, now I'm going to tell you where to go to get more help. So it's a very seamless transition into it's that. Let pitch. me show you how to get help with this. Let me show you how to get help. Yeah, with that's, this. that's pretty cool. I really enjoyed that one as much as I enjoyed all of them. That one, like, so important. It was really fun. Talking then we had uh, 
afternoon tea. And after that, we had Teddy. And Teddy was talking about creating a vortex, which was pretty cool. And he, um, let's see, do you remember some of the things? Or do you want me to read He was some talking notes? about automation. He was. Uh, and different tools. He gave a use. lot of tools, like schedule once and timetrade.com and making appointments. Uh, really good at, at taking a, a, an initial giveaway, which was a recurring theme. How often do we hear lead magnet, give away something for free, bring people into the funnel, segment them, and start uh, having actions happen as a result of mm. a behavior that someone takes. That's right. He was... And automating it. And, and look at the way that you do this in, in super fast business. This is one of the things that he was talking about, where someone will come and they'll view one of your services, and based on that action, if they haven't bought, let's say they view Silver Circle and they watch half of the video and they don't buy, they get followed up with an email sequence because of that action that they took, which was watch half your video and not buy. Yeah, so what he said is you work backwards. Start, you basically start with the end in mind. You think of what would you like someone to do, and then you plan for people to, to not do it which is along the lines of what Dan was saying, rely on people to do nothing, and segment early and often. And segment, I think that's definitely one of the most used And we talked here. about that with regard to our advertising campaigns as well. Everyone who talked about advertising campaigns at this event was talking about segmenting targeting, male and female, age ranges, interest groups. Segmenting is, is huge not only for the front end where you're generating visibility and the back end when you're engaging with a user. And then we went on to Greg, who, you know, similar... Similar sort of skill set. That's right. Talking about the, the key principles. How to he, double a business. Well, he came, he came in with the same sort of stuff I was talking about. I was talking on a macro level in my business and life. I've been doing that 80-20 right down to the 4%, you know, just doing mm-hmm. the things that are important. He showed this cool dashboard where he's doing it on every part of a, of a sale. Like, what's the 80-20? Where's the best bit to work on to get the result for each step of it? And I thought that was really cool. And one of the things that he mentioned is that simple pages convert better. Because of the 10-second rule. When you, do you want to explain that? Well, just people say, should I stay or should I go? That's, that's, where they, that's what they're thinking when they arrive on a page. And, and so you have to make it easy for people to find out what they should do. And, and he, again, he was using the same technique that we've been talking about, but he calls them junction boxes, what we call the... Wizardification. Yeah. You call it wizardification. I call it wizard selling, but then someone else called it wizardification, which I kind of liked, but then it was close to wealthification. Yeah, and I call it a problem solver. uh, So Um, same thing. One thing on that, which is that how you, you, something that you mentioned right before you talked about Teddy was how you've applied these things to your business and your life. And one of the things that you will find in life is that the way that you do something is the way that you do other things. And so the way that you are in your business tends to be similar to the way that you are in your personal relationships and vice versa. So you can actually see significant growth in your business from working on your personal relationships. That's work. so true. Like on the, the day before the event, we had a Silver Circle Mastermind and uh, we all went surfing. That was fun. And I, I believe that people were surfing in a very similar way that they do business. <laughs> I think you're yeah. right. Wouldn't you agree? That's right. I, I would, yeah. I took Greg out. He's, he's, he's making fun of me because I totally demolished Greg on a wave on accident. Greg uh, comes up to me last night. He goes, I thought I was on that wave first. Now no, I was totally on it first. Come you on. You got papsed, mate. You were, you were, I, well, I had caught it from the side, <laughs> and then there was Greg. Well, that was good. You know what the surf school instructor said? Well, he said a few things, but one is that he said this group was a really good group because he teaches best groups. group he ever had. Yeah, best said. group he's ever had because we had these high-level entrepreneurs who follow instructions, most of them, 
And then, and then, and they really committed to the the process of mastering this in the shortest possible time. So I thought that was really interesting. The other th- interesting thing was that the guy recognised me <laughs> as, as, uh, since I've been taking unofficial school up until he recognised you from the water because you're out surfing yeah. every day. Yeah, there's probably a picture of me in the clubhouse. Avoid this person. So then we had me the next morning. Uh, today, time goes quickly, doesn't it? We're talking about leverage. And in particular, emails, how we all, in this business, we all have email systems. And there's so much we can do with it, even just making sure our emails get through. There's, there's a significant number of things you can do. And one of them is to only send the right type of email to the right person at the right time. And that will lift your deliverability. Well, actually, I could finish that sentence there, couldn't I? Lift your deliverability. But there is also scores that, that do that. And then if you mix it in with stories, then you can actually have people well, this you know, is responding in a massive way. One of the things that I, uh, let's, let's modify your own the race course strategy for a second where we just put out really high-quality content to a community of people and then make them relevant offers. Now what you've started doing is instead of just putting out the really awesome content on the blog, you're writing emails that sell the click to the content. So not only are you saying I have good content for you in an email, like all your emails used to be, hey, James here, another business video, and now it's like a whole story about why this piece of content is cool, which engages more of the people before they actually see what the content is. So you're taking this work that you're doing, it's conversion optimization, right? You're already doing all this work, and now you're just having more of your people engage with that content than would otherwise by adding a story onto the front end. Yeah, and I'm taking uh, the big leaf out of Andre Chaperon's book from the storytelling and then switching it, which was, you know, aided and abetted by uh, Walter, my surfing buddy, who showed me that my stories were interesting to other people, but I, I actually undervalued them. Walter last night handed fruit to a couple people, right? Yeah. And then he never, he just like left it at that. And now people, the guy probably still has that orange, thinking where, when's Walter coming to cut this thing open and where's my fancy prize inside of it? So like he opened up this loop for these people and that person's going to come back next year with a rotten orange looking for Walter. <laughs> Walter did a card trick, and uh, he, he got it right, but you were trying to make him feel like he got it wrong. Well, I thought about it because I had stolen two cards ahead of time so that I could, you know, make him think that he wasn't right. But I felt bad halfway through, so I didn't actually go through with it. Yeah, I felt bad for Walter as well. But anyway. <laughs> Walter's but here. He's I'm, still in, I'm still impressed that he did that. I, now, yeah, it was I don't pretty know cool. I don't it. know how he did it either. It was good. He's a magician. Yeah. Um, interestingly, though, while we're on that, like last night's entertainment was put together by people who were at the event. Uh, we, it turns out through a little bit of diagnostic investigation that we, we uncovered a magician, a juggler, a comedian, and we added that to, to two real comedians and then me, and we had a so fiasco. I thought you did quite well. I was very impressed. I wasn't expecting oh. you to do that well. No, I wasn't expecting... I didn't even know what we were doing. <laughs> uh, it was Joel's show, and uh, Joel's my co-host on kickingback.com. Yeah the other podcast, but I was actually, you know, the most, the most interesting thing to me was that the community has amazing talent in, in many areas. All right. So next up. Uh, uh, hey, w- let me just interrupt you for a second, sure. which is to say that, you know, one of the things that, so when you come to a live event like the one we're at now, commonly what gets reported by people who have this experience is that they see a significant 
increase in their business after having attended it. And the reason that happens is in your life, in your business, the things that you put your attention on tend to grow. And the things that you ignore shrink. So if you ignore your personal relationships, they will go away. If you ignore your business, that will get smaller. And so when we come to a live event like this, not only are we getting out of our normal life and putting all of our attention in one area, which is our business, we're being supported by a group of people who's also doing that. So we see these big leaps, but it can also overwhelm you and make you feel like there's a lot of stuff that you have to do and kind of drain you. So one of the things that we recommend that you do after you've had all this business information just like thrown at you, or if you go through a course that's overwhelming for you where you have a bunch of content, is like take some time to relax, take it easy, disconnect, which is something you're now doing on a regular basis. And I think you should talk about that. We're also doing it now. We're actually in a a sort of a lighthearted way. We're just re-looking in the learnings over the last two days in a discussion, just in a nice relaxed pace. It's interesting, even just reviewing my notes since yesterday morning, how much I'm remembering and it's becoming relevant to me which things I need to do. So, Don't want to talk about that. No, my main thing is just do less. That's what I discovered. If you don't do as much stuff, the world doesn't end. It just gets a bit easier actually. But you've just got to focus on doing the right things and that's that's a Peter Drucker quote and uh, it's one that I've held dear to my heart for a long time, for a decade or more, that's really the secret, doing the right things. Doing means you've got to do something, and the right things means they're the right things. So we had John Logar talking about uh, being the middleman. The man back there. Yeah, he's the man. You know what's cool about John's presentation is within 20 minutes, just following that, you could start, it was a business opportunity in a box. You could start a business doing what John suggested, which was basically to sell local marketing services to businesses who operate offline, who have, you know, a million or two million dollars in total revenue, and then outsource all of the labor through services like your SEO partner or ATL Web or some of the other services that are available to us within this community. Yeah, or just superfastbusiness.com. Yeah, just outsource uh, it completely through James. Yeah, but um, what John said, I think that's really cool, is he said that he looked for, um, and I don't know if he said this in his presentation, but he said it to me yesterday, uh, was that, he looks for supply partners who have resource, who are resourced, i.e. they have a help desk and they have a significant ability to supply, not, not solo operators. If you don't deal with a resourceful supplier, then you can't be resourceful for your customer to fulfill. So he actually said who you should be targeting. He told people how to target them. I thought it was a particularly useful presentation. Let me do a plug for you real quick. Yeah. All the recordings from this event at some point or another will end up in your membership area, right? Yeah. So if all this stuff sounds cool to you, listener, you can get access to it inside of superfastbusiness.com. Also, I just noticed there's a dude in the crowd who is wearing a shirt that says in big, bold, white letters, big, bright blue shirt so you can really see it, I'd rather be watching cats on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you have that T-shirt made yesterday? You just happen to have that because... Because it worked for me because I said something about that yesterday. I was talking about how people come to my house and they watch cat videos and I, 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 didn't, I've never, I didn't know people use the internet that way because I've just been using it for work. It was probably the day before. Well, so the, yeah, the 150 internet people is, uh, looking at me like... Used no far more often for play than work, I would imagine. Who, you? No, 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 no. I use the internet. Well, I use it for both. No, I play outside. I use it for work. Okay. I play a bit. Good on. I play online poker so, from time to time. Moving on. Admitting we had, it. Yeah. We had Justin Brook and uh, Beast. Like Beast. awesome content. What do you like about that? What I loved about Justin. The good uh, news, like we're into today's stuff, so you, it's all. Was this back today? 
Justin yeah. was today? <laughs> it was really good. See, the thing about Justin is that he is extremely passionate about what he's talking about. And that comes across in a way that has you feel, number one, like it's earnest and legitimate and I can actually do this. Like, I mean, I, and, and it was just so heartfelt and, and the energy that, that he was sharing his content with was really one of like, I really want you to get this and I'm going to open up my, you know, knowledge base for you and show you what I'm doing. It was just like, like the most heartfelt speech or what, what do you call them? Keynote presentations of the whole event. It was awesome. Yeah, and, I, and he gave the Red Bull story of Felix. Yeah, told some stories, gave I awesome content. I highly recommend you watch the documentary. That Felix guy pulled the pin halfway through and because it was such a high-pressure stakes uh, like they, he felt that they were literally asking him to kill himself, and uh, you really got to watch the documentary to see um, that process. It's, the mental game was unbelievable. He dropped a good what, tool resource too, similarweb.com. Yeah, similarweb.com. He also talked about health. Justin, what was it? Health something? The, the website for headlines? Health, health headlines. Health headlines. So, so one of the cool things that I am very into, which is why I know I'll be good friends with Justin and I'll be following up with him after the event, <laughs> is uh, copywriting and direct response copywriting, which is headlines and creative and stuff like that. And he, he dropped a lot of really good tips on, on that. Yeah, well, Justin's uh, he's in the community now. I think we'll be, it would be wonderful for, for him to be able to share some of these ideas mm. um, in more detail. We, we then went on to Mike Rhodes, who's like methodical, Roadster. professional... Like long-term presenter at these events, actually, yeah. He's had a few partner has done super fast PPC and some courses yeah, did with a whole you. Course, uh, all of these, all of these recordings and courses are inside superfastbusinessmembership.com. But every time Mike presents, it's like you know the guys the sexy real it deal. up a little bit. You know what was cool about Mike is um, he so remarketing and retargeting is a form of advertising that is extremely effective because it's uh, essentially showing messages to people who have engaged with your content in some way before. So they're not cold leads. They're, they're the warmest leads you have. And he showed how to use the Pareto principle or even he actually did 4% to 64%. So he doubled that again on remarketing. How to not just do remarketing because what most people do in the e-commerce space, which is a space that I come from, is just throw a remarketing cookie on every page of their website and try to remarket folks. And Mike talked about how to segment your remarketing. It was he said how you can double your results by blocking people. Yeah. And so, again, it's another example of getting more from doing less. Let me just give a couple of the quick tips that I thought were really cool for the last presentation. Really quick. Number one, you can, you can do a negative keyword list. If you know anything about negative lists or Google AdWords, you know you can just block people from seeing your ads of people who immediately bounced, who were on your site only two minutes. Basically, you can do negative lists and only have people... Only have people on your remarketing list that were on your site six minutes or longer. Because they some, buy all the stuff. Yeah, because they, they're the most engaged with your content. Yeah, I loved that presentation. Ah, oh, one more thing about what Justin said and what about Francesca said. And this was a common theme, which was engage people in a story with content before you make them an offer. I've talked about third contact, direct response advertising, the way we do in Boom on Think I Get Before. But it is a common theme that we see in for every one of these presenters was saying... And, and- pretty much the, the core of my entire it's, business model. It's is OTR. Podcasts, videos, content, come and get it, learn all about it. I, I've had so many people come up to me at this event say, yeah, I heard your podcast like a year and a half ago or two years ago or three years ago and, and then they end up here. So it's a long-term game. That's, that's really a big We are point. playing a long game here. It's, Let's talk about Brent. Brent. Brilliant presentation about... Mm, a, travel a, hacking. A, yeah, starting up a brand new passion product when everyone else... 
told him to do it, and he didn't think he could do it. And also a cool presentation about someone who, and this is, this is really key, guys, someone who walked away from a good situation. So he was like making money, working at a really good company called Market Samurai, which a lot of us are familiar with because we've used that tool. He wasn't just working there. He, he, was, like own, he was a partial <laughs> owner, right? But he was working for and with and, you know, whatever. But the um, point is that he, was, he had a good financial situation, but he was not feeling fulfilled. So he left that, and now he's better off because and of And another it. clear point that came through is he got support from people around him who could see the path clearer than he could. And at every step of the way, even today, his business model gets reinforced because he's got more market validation to make it stronger and to, you know, when he does dial in more elements to take it from minimum viable product to fully fledged, high level production values, this thing will be monstrous. You know, one of the things that we talk about is only do stuff that you really enjoy doing. And like, you could take that to an extreme because you're not going to enjoy doing every task that you have to do in your business, but absolutely don't do stuff that you just don't feel good about because you know what you don't feel good about. You can feel that. So if there's something that you really don't feel good about, don't do it. Alrighty. So we then had Fran. We learned some new words. She was hilarious. We had wee wee, bum bum. Poo poo, square poo poo. <laughs> yeah, we had square poo. Yeah. I did not know that a wombat yeah. does square poo. I didn't either. It was phenomenal. And um, it was. It was not the wombat poo, the presentation. Oh, the, and, <laughs> no, and there was some marketing talk as well. Yeah, some it was, branding. Uh, about, <laughs> it was about uh, being human in your marketing, being credible, design matters, and emotions. How do people feel about... That's the part I was going to touch it's on. It's like our... I'd say with our show, there's a bit of emotion around our show. It's solely based on feeling. Everything... Here's the thing is you can feel, you can, if, if you get in touch with how you feel, you'll be a better marketer. A lot of people numb themselves to their feelings or their emotions and we're societally taught to do that, particularly as men. Uh, men, are, men are taught to do that more than women, but you'll be a much better marketer. You'll be much more able to communicate with people and have them feel if you're in touch with your own feelings. So when you feel stuff, just like take time to feel it and have it be okay. If you feel sad, that's okay. Just and they, feel even, that. they, they even wrote a song. They did. They wrote a song. They performed it. It was awesome. And my mum was, um, she was a microphone holder. She was. Yeah. She was a prop. Or she, she was, was, you know, uh, yeah. You, my mum, who was on a previous episode for networking, has... She was a legend. Most well, popular episode we've she's had. She's managed to meet pretty much every person. And people from the other conference. Just, just hands up if you've met my mum. Just... I'm a, she's a one-person army. And uh, <laughs> hands up if you're my dad. There he is in the front row. Hey, so I, I think one thing I like about this show, he came in to see this show, by the way, is that it's a... It's well, a, he's going to be on it. He's yeah, and your dad's going to be on it too. That's right. So it's like a, we're bringing... A, we're, you know, it's, a, it's a, like a reverse family business. <laughs> we're, like, um, we're bringing in the parents in on the game. Then we had Keith. How did you feel about Keith's presentation? Because you're right into the Facebook stuff. Yeah, Keith's stuff was really good. It was a very polished presentation, which I, I liked. His, his slides were beautiful, and his Facebook strategies were spot on. Because you, I mean, you know about this stuff, so you, you'd get I a good buy a lot. I was waiting for Keith. I had never seen any of Keith's Facebook content, so I was very interested in it because as someone who puts out Facebook content, I'm very curious to see what other people put out, and I was impressed. I thought Keith's I like that he said one of the first things he looks for from a customer to get a ca campaign going is video testimonial, yeah. and he really focused on having a good offer. So like of all the presentations, if you were to summarize 
the, the main points, you've really got to have a great offer and landing page that's simple and talking to the right person that you can start the conversation with. And then you continue that conversation with stories and engagement. And then you make sure you've got that third part, which was, there was a lot of talk about, that advanced leverage stuff, what, what happens after people buy and, and, and you can get repeat sales and, and Keith build gave communities. A, a really cool system, a little, a little campaign that'll work for any business that basically showed how to run a Facebook ad to a piece of content that then when they viewed that piece of content, it put them on a remarketing list for an offer. It was really cool little strategy. And you were sharing that idea in the mastermind the other day. The other day. It's and similar it's, to what, you know. exactly what I do on my blog. Yeah. So uh, put a post, share it on Facebook. They come to my blog. They get remarket tagged. And one day if I ever get my account back, I'll be able to run some ads. Well, I got so you a new it. account. I got oh, you one. Thanks, buddy. $500 a day budget. Woo. Yeah. Okay. I can get that raised after you spend some money. Uh, all right. Well, when I can afford it, I'll um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, then we had uh, Andre. It was like, this guy is such an introvert. He refused to podcast with me for years. And then he came on stage um, live. Yeah, he came on stage and spoke to 150 people. I think that was heroic. Right, yeah, let's give it up yeah. for him. And even though he's alluded that it was his first and last live presentation, I don't think so. I think, I think he... Maybe could even be convinced to come back next year. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we had me just... Well, let's talk a little bit about Andre. Do you not want to talk about him? I do. We've got two and a half minutes. Just quickly. So, yeah, what was your highlight with, with Andre? For me, the highlight was that he was able that he, to that share this stuff. You know what? For me, it was his personal growth story. And, I, and the fact that the email that he read out was so awesome. It was incredible. And it was like, it's like the... It's like the 10 steps past where I'm at with my surfing video, surfing stories. He's just, he's so well developed with it that I, when, when I grow up, I want to be like Andre Chevron. And that was exactly what I was going to say was that storytelling through the written word. I'm a, I'm, I speak, I'm not into the written word. It's not something that I do, but it's something I'd like to get better at. And when I see someone who's truly masterful at something, it inspires me and shows me what's possible and has me feel really good about like, hey, that person has that thing. And, and if I work hard at it, I can too. It makes me feel really good. So it was just awesome. And it's like when you've got really switched on successful people who are coming here and seeing where the future lies and being excited about it. For me, as, as a facilitator, that, that's an ideal outcome, that, that everyone is moving forward together. And it did convince me, because you know, in every one of my businesses, I do content. If it's a physical product business, I still have a community and content to now implement in every one of those businesses a campaign for every piece of content to our current email list to sell them on the piece of content before they go to it. So to write a little story that pre, you know, preludes the... the Content and email that pushes them over the blog post. Right, and and then we then of course it was just me recapping the event, thanking the uh, the experts, the crew, mm-hmm. the, especially like the film crews, even the hotel staff. I feel so they dropped you a lot of things. They dropped a lot of things. It was a lot of I broke a bottle, <laughs> um, but you know you took the time to tell everyone that you appreciated how they participated in exactly. your event, which is a very cool thing. And to do. because it's, it's not a one man show, you know, it takes a lot of people. Yeah, and you do. you get a lot of credit being up here being fancy and funny and stuff, but like it really does take I'll, a team. I'll take that one. <laughs> it takes a team to do what you're doing, and it may not be visible from the from just the you know, uh, naked eye, what it actually takes to pull this off. So it's cool to acknowledge Ken, who's back oh. there rallying people up at lunch and pushing them in the room. And also, I want to acknowledge Alan. Pixelpartners.com. Yeah, because he actually designed the, the Pixelpartnershq.com. Yeah, 
Uh, he designed the workbook off a draft that I sent him, and uh, we even went, sort of went in Bost. And I, I think it's it's probably the best one I've done yet because it had open spaces to make notes, which is what I've been referring to in this podcast. And in the front cover was the agenda because yeah. last time I ran an event, the biggest feedback I got was, "I'd like a, I'd like to know who's on when." Yep. And the event ran on time because it's five o'clock. It's five. You know what that means. Does that mean we're done? This has been another episode of yeah, Baby. Act Get with James Shranko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free. Woo-hoo. Hey, hey.